evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWT DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. And you guys were getting extra spooky tonight. We were talking about... Yes. Oh my god, my stomach just went... (laughs) The real spoopies, not the fake spoopies. Not the boo, but the... I also love the recovery and the intro. That was perfect. There's a lot of letters. So you were like, wait, let me get, DF- them, all. <laughs> let me get them all in a row. <laughs> D-F-W-T-O. Yeah, no, <laughs> so you guys, before we get into the Spoopy Ghost podcast, grab a pumpkin spice latte or a hard apple cider. Yes, I said hard. And a blanket and open your That's windows. That's what she said. I'm sorry. That's why I said I was a perfect office. Sorry, perfect office reference. Of course. That's what she said. (laughs) And grab a blanket and cuddle up and open your windows and turn on some, maybe turn on a campfire on YouTube or the gulag because that would be perfect if you have shutter and you know what I'm talking about. I hope it's fall or at least feels like fall. Yes. Hopefully. And kick back and listen. But before we get into our spoops, we have to have a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. That's that that hits so much differently, especially after the TikTok you just showed me earlier. Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. I just love that, that it's perfect. him reacting to it because that was actually really funny. Because it's like yeah, 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 yeah. perfect. <laughs> Brilliant. So, guys, um, if you have had yet to venture over to the um, Instagram page, we've got the Skull Bath Bombs back. Um, they are currently on the Etsy shop. Uh, going to start pushing the uh, beard oil more because I know that's been asked by guys. And we've got <clears throat> November coming up soon. So, you know, that's still there. That'll be going through the whole month of November. Um, actually, I've decided to just keep everything through the end of the year. Um, I know a lot of people will want to give the skulls, the beard oil, the <clears throat> pumpkin spice for gifts. Um, so we'll keep those going. And then, of course, we've still got the oatmeal, the lavender, the uh, chamomile ones, the rose uh, ones with real rose petals. So um, head on head on over to the Etsy shop, calm your body down, uh, Instagram, calm your body down. And thanks again, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I have so much blood going on right now. So much blood. Calm your body down. Oh, sorry if we blew out anybody's eardrums with that one. It's not the vid; it's the sinus. Yeah, there's the weather actually changing. So we're here in Ohio, and everything's changing over. So. yeah, allergies are run amok right now. Amok, 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 I haven't watched that this year yet. Oh my god! You haven't? I've been trying to catch up on my... Okay. Whoa. <laughs> I've been trying to catch up on all my slashers that I've I'm been trying to rewatch. Good lord. I'm just messing with you. It's just we seem to get... Uh, I feel like uh, a nightmare, the night before Christmas and Hocus Pocus, we seem to get out of the way like really early. I do. And then... I've gotten like I watch them not even in October. I just get I'm like September. I must I must watch them. Watch Scream, 
Halloween ones, Nightmare, Chucky. We were just talking about that. Which is funny um, because, like, I I pick and choose specific movies out of the franchises to watch. I don't watch the full franchise. Yeah, we... <clears throat> no. A lot of them, there's no need. Except Scream. Scream is the only one I actually do watch all four. I but... haven't yet. I just I just watched the first one. I didn't have time to watch them all in one day. Give actually, me the phone, Dick. I probably should have the other day when I decided to watch the... In case nobody remembers, there were three Poltergeist movies. <laughs> Only on, one matters. All three of them are on HBO Max, in case anybody's curious. But yeah, no, they're the first one should have been the end of it. I feel I've never like, seen two and didn't know three existed. <laughs> so like, you're not missing anything. So the first one is the best. It, it is. It always I love is. the first one, and of it's course. still it's still amazing. It's still the best. So guys, the uh, real spoops tonight. We are actually venturing into every state all 50 states and the creepiest pla places in each one of them so i found Actually, this really great article states. there is really my ass i'm just <laughs> smack my ass like a drink <laughs> let's go <laughs> you know i feel like we could have an entire conversation in tiktok and vines oh my god it has gotten to that point now I it want really a church girl that go to church and read her Bible. <laughs> that one. What the fuck, Kyle? Step the fuck up. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> that one is hilarious. There was something in the Chucky show last night. I don't remember what was happening, but I was like, what the fuck? And Danielle goes, what the fuck, Richard? <laughs> I was like, we always have to. Like, it just... Adam! <sighs> Hopefully you guys are enjoying the new Chucky series, by the way. Um, we fucking love it. Um, I haven't really seen any bad... Except for the people talking about him being transphobic. Oh my god, we're not even going to talk about that. <laughs> Those people don't exist. <laughs> Michael Myers they is homophobic. They literally don't Oh, exist. that's actually a spoiler. I'm sorry. <laughs> If you haven't seen Halloween Kills, my bad. <laughs> I want to write a he petition. Does, it's not that he doesn't like, he's not homophobic. He doesn't like redecorating. He doesn't fucking care. So. <laughs> that really doesn't give anything away if you guys In all seriousness, I need somebody to make a legitimate spinoff movie. Where we get to see him do all of the stuff that we don't see him do. Yeah. Because I think it'd be the funniest shit. There was that someone actually made a TikTok of what you see. Like, they they actually showed you the original Halloween 1978 movie and the parts that you don't see. And they were, like, Michael doing creep. Like, creeping up on Lori. And then all of a sudden, like, if she ended up somewhere else, like, he took off running. And then he was all of a sudden there. I'm like, <laughs> I want that movie where That's we hilarious. see him. Imagine, listen, imagine him putting on the sheet and the glasses in the first one. Like, this bitch has a sense of humor. Like, that's fucking hilarious. He went, he put on a sheet. And he put on glasses over top of the sheet. And I just hear the music in the... I'm sorry. I just hear that. Dum. Dum-dum. 
Dum. Dum dum. Ding 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 ding. And he's like putting on the sheet all slow like. I'm imagining all of that, but with the music in the background. For it's some hilarious. reason, that is making that it's fucking funny. Like, I don't... <clears throat> it gets to the point, though, and I hate this with the first one, because it's literally gotten to the point now where I laugh at the first... When you've seen a movie so many times that it is now turned into a comedy... Yes. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. The first Halloween, it, it, officially, yeah. It's it's a comedy now. Especially that part. It, but... Because you're like, you gotta think... He literally took the time to put on a sheet and glasses over top of the feet. This bitch who is a killing machine. Had to make sure the glasses were lit. <laughs> he went to the mirror and was like... I'm trying to put them on. Wait, where's the knife at? Put it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> He's like looking for it and he can't find it because he can't see. <laughs> My yeah, my other thing between that mask, the sheet, and the glasses, how the fuck did he see any That bitch walked from downstairs to upstairs. Yeah. Didn't, didn't trip make a noise. No, nothing. Didn't didn't trip didn't nothing. What yeah, the fuck I don't, anyway? I'm not I just thought that was really funny no, to that bring is up because there's a very specific scene in Halloween kills that I'm like, I want <laughs> Once you see I it, want you'll get see... it. If you've seen it, you'll get it. I want to see. I want to see that. I wanted to see him. <laughs> what what goes into the setup? What? And I'm then curious. the music. I'm curious. I literally so straight up was like, so much. "Who? Who started the? <laughs> like, did Michael do that? He was so easily careful. He was just like." Mm. Let me check out their uh, music selection. <laughs> Which would be the perfect song for this situation. Oh, yes, this one. Yes. And Michael, just... Michael prefers LPs. <laughs> well, I mean, he was, he was born in the LPs. Oh, that's right. He does prefer LPs. That's right. He probably got he so was excited. He, he was like, oh my God. He's a, child. he's a child of the 70s. So I, I completely forgot. So fucking hilarious. I... Speaking like, of that, that is something my dad actually flat out asked me is how old he's like, how old would Michael be if he was a real per I said, Dad, somebody already calculated it. He'd be 61. Yep, because 40 years because he was 21 in yeah. 1978. So yeah. Yep. He'd be well, 61. I'm, my dad's like, my dad's age. Still out here killing? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Look. Michael knows how to hold the ultimate grudge. So this motherfucker. <laughs> he has had a 40-year grudge. Literally. <laughs> I mean, if that's not holding the biggest grudge ever. 40 years when later. When somebody just has to fucking die that you're that determined <laughs> for 40 years. Like, when you sit and think about it, like, Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills are very serious movies, but there are serious parts of those movies that you can just take and just annihilate, and they're funny. <laughs> There's a lot of parts in this new one. In the new one, especially that I was, especially that I was cracking up. I was laughing my ass off. Oh my god. And I was like, this is hysterical. I, I'm, I, honestly... Okay, I've heard a lot of people complain about it. I I had complaints. I'm sure I need to watch it again, but and I will. But 
here's the thing. I think that that this is definitely, I agree with everything that you said. This is filler. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is a lot of filler. This is a lot of. So 2018 was the retro. That was the, let's get back into this. Let's do this right. Let's make this movie a lot like 1978 to kind of pull people back into the Halloween feel. This one is like, let's bring all the original characters back. Let's reintroduce them. Let's kind of give you a little bit more backstory. Let's let's give you a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And it's not really. Yeah, there's a lot of, I'm telling you guys, there's a lot of nostalgia if you're Mm -hmm. big fans of the original. Especially even three. There was so much homage to three. I love that. Uh, but here's my other thing. The parts that were like really lighthearted too, that were kind of funny and a little com- I'm I'm telling people, I really think this is if anything, I walked out of Halloween Kills super hyped for Halloween ends. Probably more so than I ever was because I really yep. think Halloween ends. I I think I think we're being kind of I think this is kind of the calm before the storm. I really do. I think that's why this one it had it had the kills. It definitely killed. It was fuck. The kills were fucking phenomenal. Are you telling me that Halloween kills killed? kills? Um, <laughs> yes, and it 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 had all that. But I really think that not only this was filler, but I think this was kind of the comic relief and kind of the 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 kind of settling us in for what Halloween ends is going to be. It Halloween, Halloween ends is, is going to be, be epic. insane. That's going to be this is. This is it, you know. Because this if is you really, it. if you really think about it, Lori's pissed, right? Because he lived, right? He's pissed because she almost killed him, right? They're fucking angry at this point. Like, I mean, I know you're like you got the fear. Like, he's all he's always mad, but like he's pissed off, and she's pissed because he lived, right? Like, you've got these two fucking forces coming after each other in Halloween ends. It's going to be like, oh my God, it's going to be an epic showdown. Like I can't honestly, in my prediction, I've had people ask me this question and this obviously isn't any spoilers, but people have asked me, will Lori die in Halloween ends? And I'm like, I think she will. I, if they do it correctly, I don't have a problem with it. But you know, this is, First of all, it needs to end. <laughs> Honestly, it just needs to. Halloween ends needs to end with Halloween ends because it needs to be Halloween ends. But um, I really yeah. do think that if they do it correctly, she will die. And honestly, I think it's going to be incredibly emotional. I don't know why I think that. I just think it's going to be like this epic showdown and she's finally like he's finally going to get her. But I also think in a way he might die. Now, I I know I've talked to a couple of my friends and there's apparently a contract where he can't die. Um, Well, that was in the original contract. Right. That's so apparently where that came from was Jamie Lee Curtis refused to sign on originally to Halloween H2O. Until she was promised that this was going to be it and that Michael was going to die. I remember at the that. End of this one. And she was told originally that he was going to die, that this was it because they needed her to come back. So she came back, she did it, and it 
wasn't until the very end, I think like either the day of or day after or something that they shot that final scene where she cut his head off. That spoiler alert if you haven't fucking seen Halloween H two O yet. Oh my but, god, that's from like ninety um, eight. <laughs> anyway, so uh, she wasn't told until then that it was a mistake and that that was the ambulance driver and it wasn't Michael. So uh, that's when it was brought up later about the contractual obligation that Michael not die because that's literally the death of the franchise. That's when she requested that, well, if he doesn't die, then Lori dies. And that's how Halloween Resurrection, at least the opening of Halloween Resurrection started. But <clears throat> anyway, with these new movies, you're wiping the slate clean and you're just starting from the first one right. until 2018. So, well, hopefully, I kind of, honestly, I want it to end where they die together. Like, I just, I kind of feel like I that really would be... Would, to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind that ending. I really wouldn't mind that ending. I mm -hmm. love this character. I love the, I love Lori's character. Oh, yeah. Especially when you look at, and I think it's so poignant that, you know, I, I, I saw a lot of, I even liked the nods to Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. And this one. I there mean, were a it few, being, yeah. It right after her showdown with Michael, her being and back hospital. at Haddonfield uh <laughs> Memorial Hospital. Like she's I mean it's it's the same hospital. It's the <laughs> yep. exact same hospital. I mean, in even the well, not to give anything away, but there are nods, uh <laughs> the one scene where the who was the the cute little paramedic in the second one. Remember that? Oh, like yeah. His name gets referenced. So anybody that's, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. putting that out there because anybody that you'll know once you see Halloween Kills, you'll know what, you'll know the scene, you'll recognize the name and you'll go, oh, wow. So there were, not only were there, you know, you've got the first one, there's nods to the second one. There were nods to three, to Season of the Witch. There was not, because I feel like that was Carp. That was really Carpenter's baby. That was season of the yeah. witch was something that he really wanted to see happen that just didn't come to fruition. Even he didn't direct it, but he was one of the executive producers. I just and, hate how much hate uh, three gets. Tommy Wallace did a brilliant <clears throat> job with with three. That movie is incredible. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so, so good. good. And it I really even is. like the concept of having Halloween movies anthology like they're every movie's different i like I mean, that think about concept. if you think if you think about it in a way carpenter was ahead of really ahead of his time in envisioning anthology series because mm -hmm. that was way before that became a thing oh now it's, yeah now it's a thing right now people actually really there's so many horror so anthologies many. um so yeah that's turned into a thing and he was way ahead of his time uh endorsing a concept like that that people just weren't ready for and i think it but at the end of the you know it wasn't explained it wasn't marketed people saw halloween they saw michael myers so that's i mean they said that's exactly why four got called the return of michael myers that is exactly why four got called that because three confused <laughs> the hell out of people and it was not marketed to be an anthology it was market it as another Halloween movie and when people didn't see Michael Myers they were like well we don't know what to do with this so and I get it too because Michael really was one of the first 
<clears throat> slasher icons. To Marketing really... can damn near make or break a movie. It has been like that for years. I mean, even today, we've, we've had this it, discussion where we're like, happen. we go see a movie and we're disappointed because it's not what we thought it was going to yeah, be. It, it needs a second watch because you're like, right? Yeah, because <clears throat> I, I think a lot of movies they don't know how to market them, so what you see is not actually what the movie is and sometimes that can be a good thing and sometimes that can be really disappointing so it just depends it was kind of like the first teaser trailer of last night in soho where i literally was like what in the oh my god i didn't know what the fuck this movie was about is about and then we saw the one before halloween kills and i was like wow i know what the plot is now okay because at first i was like (laughs) i don't know i don't i know a lot of people have problems with trailers because they feel like they tell you too much of the movie um I don't think that's always the case. No. So I, I got you got to show me something to entice me to see the movie. You can't just. I mean, I was already pulled in because I was like, Anya Taylor Joy down. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> look, I'm one of these people where I'm a reader and I have to at least get through the first chapter to know if I'm going to like this book. So I feel that way with movie trailers. Mm-hmm. You got to at least give me the first chapter before I'm going to read the rest of this book you know you got to give me something before i'm gonna sit through two hours of this fucking movie you know what i mean if the if the trailer isn't grabbing me i'm not wasting my time because i've seen a lot of really (laughs) so like right after the chucky series went off last night right guys this movie started and i was like oh look sony oh the one you were talking about that yeah me and my roommate were like oh what's this movie and then it says slender man and i was like turn it off turn it off turn it off yeah yeah piece of garbage we watched the host last night if uh anybody hasn't seen that yet 2006 the the uh, host the host bong joon ho who directed parasite um i want to see like all of his stuff now because i haven't seen parasite yet but the host is fucking amazing if nobody Mm -hmm. has seen look i saw this is what got me uh, first, I think it's like a 93 or 90%. It's either at a 93 or a 96% Rotten Tomatoes. So that was, I'm like, whoa, that's huge. Um, also, there was a there was a, a a quote from, I don't know, it was a critic or something that said, best, best creature horror film since Jaws. I was like, okay, you got me. Sold. Fucking sold. <clears throat> um, cause my, and I know I've mentioned this. My husband really likes... Uh, creature features and monster horror films so i was trying to find something you know new and uh we both fucking his he i love the social commentary he has in his movie too like you you know it's going to be a horror movie but like it takes a turn at one point in the movie where you're like oh shit and you're like i was not expecting that and the ending was completely unexpected like we we both loved it like you thought it was one thing on the surface and then it got deep but not too deep that it lost you from the story because you know how right. some movies can go you're like okay wait a minute now this done this has gotten a little too melodramatic can we get back <laughs> to the fucking monster or the killing or whatever like this has just gotten too much it it doesn't do that like it gets to the heart of where it needs to go and then it jumps you right back into the you know, back into shit, and you're like, yes, and it's, it's so good, it's so good, and it's two hours, and I didn't even realize it was two hours. God, I love movies like that. It went by, by the time it was close to the ending, you're like, holy shit, that movie was two fucking hours? See, I like that, as opposed to, that was two fucking hours. As opposed to, how much longer does this have? <laughs> yeah, like, is this, <laughs> you grab the remote, and you're like, 
Listen, like 25, that happens. 25 minutes? God damn. Now, is that with the credits? Now, there has been or times, without the credits? There's been times I'm like, I have only watched 15 minutes of this. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, that is the worst. I thought I'd been sitting when here a whole like, goddamn hour. You were like, there's an hour left in this? I've only watched 20 minutes, and there is an hour of this movie left. God damn it. Like... Should I turn it off now or should I just, I'm not even halfway through. Let's <laughs> <Like, laughs> see what fucking happens, I guess. <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, so we hope you guys see Halloween Kills. You'll see um, Halloween Kills. We are going to be talking about the Chucky series on an episode next month. Um, but yeah, for now, we are going to get into the creepiest places in all 50 states. This article is from the Travel Channel. Um, and they're going in alphabetical order. So first we have Alabama. And these sloss furnaces. I actually think Ghost Adventures did an episode about it. It sounds familiar to um, me, yeah. So it reads here that opened from 1882 to 1971, this National Historic Landmark in Birmingham, Alabama, was once the world's largest manufacturer of pig iron, though this achievement came at a cost. Working conditions at the plant were miserable, particularly <clears throat> from 1900 to 1906 under the reign of graveyard shift foreman James Slag Wormwood. Wormwood pushed his workers to take dangerous risks to speed up production, and 47 workers died during his reign, while many others were injured. The foreman himself died by falling into a pool of molten steel, and his spirit is said to have lingered. Workers complained of an unnatural presence at the plant, as well as being pushed from behind or told to get back to work by a mysterious voice. All in all, more than 100 reports have suspected of suspected paranormal activity at Sloss Furnaces have been recorded by the Birmingham police. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. If I hear some kind of spirit being like, get back to work, I'm getting back to fucking work. I'd be like, I don't even work here. What do I need to do? Uh, <laughs> what do you need? What do you need to do? In Alaska, we have the Red, uh, I literally almost just said Orion. Orion Saloon. Um, <laughs> no. The Red Onion Saloon. Saloon. That not salon. amazing. <laughs> Sloan. You're like, no, that's not the word. <laughs> Established in 19... Oh my God. <laughs> God. <laughs> Poor thing. Established in 1898. The Red Onion Saloon. In Skagway was a popular brothel during the Klondike, what would you do, <laughs> gold rush. <laughs> and today it is said to be haunted by one of the women who worked there. Known as Lydia, the resident ghost has reportedly been spotted running down a hall into a room once occupied by the madame. Others claim to have smelled her perfume or to have experienced extreme cold spots. The Red Onion Saloon offers a ghost and good time girls walking tour, which gives us a ghost... A closer look at the establishment's history. Lord. I don't know if I'm going to go all the way to Alaska, but... I mean, I kind of want to go. I don't want to go to Alaska, but I'd like yeah, to go no. there. <laughs> right. Like, can I go there without going to Alaska? Yeah, just what, there. What That's is it. that question? Just there. That's it. <laughs> so in Arizona, we've got the Yuma <laughs> Territorial Prison... <laughs> Um, it held more than 3,000 murderers, thieves, and other criminals during its 33 years in operation from 1876 to 1909, more than 100 of whom died on the premises. <coughs> Guides have reported feeling feeling sorry a chill near cell number 14, oh. where a prisoner named Ryan, sorry, 
Look, when somebody has two first names, that is confusing. Because I literally read that as Ryan John. But it's John Ryan. Because of Ryan John. Because it could have been, it could thank you. It could have been either one. I'm like, God damn it. Um, where John Ryan, sorry, committed suicide. Another unsettling spot is known as the dark cell. Okay. Anything dark cell in a prison has just got bad deal written all over it. This is where disruptive inmates were held in isolation. While no one is known to have died in the dark cell, two inmates were transferred to an insane asylum shortly after being released. Visitors to Yuma Territorial Prison can get a closer look at the cell blocks, guard tower, and more. In Arkansas. Arkansas. What is that Arkansas? Why not Arkansas? America, explain! <laughs> I mean, she's got a point. I mean... Um, so in Arkansas, the Crescent Hotel, located in Eureka Springs, the Crescent Hotel was one of America's most luxurious resorts when it opened in 1886, but it closed in the 1930s due to tough economic times. In 1937, it was purchased by Norman Baker and converted to Baker's Cancer Curing Hospital. Baker had no medical training, and his supposedly groundbreaking cancer treatments were, in fact, a scam. Today, the hotel has been restored to its original grandeur, but Baker's patients and other spirits are still said to haunt the property. Common ghost sightings include Theodora, a patient who fumbles for her keys. This poor ghost! Oh my god! She's literally fumbling. I in can't find my keys. The keys. The keys. Every Lindsay. Lindsay. Oh my god. Um. So she's fumbling for her keys outside of room four nineteen, and Michael, and ironically. Michael, an Irish stones man, nope, an Irish stonemason who fell to his death while building the hotel. <clears throat> Nightly ghost tours end at the morgue, ironic, still intact from the hospital and said to be a hotbed for paranormal activity. In California, we have the Queen Mary. Embarking, oh my god, let me tell you right now. If anybody speaking of ghost adventures, if no one has seen this ghost adventures yes. episode, you better get on it because I it, that show, what like 20 fucking seasons or something. I think Queen, I think the Queen Mary is to me probably one of the most terrifying episodes that they ever that was did. That crazy. full body apparition that went walking, yeah. I have chills right now talking about it. You guys have never seen that Ghost Adventures episode. People can say that show's bullshit, but that fucking episode scared the shit out of me. It is, it's terrifying. They got a full body apparition walking from one side of a room to another, and there was no other entrance or exit out of that room except for the one that they were filming down the hallway. It was fucking terrifying. Um, not to mention, just to be on an just to be on a ship like this that's like you know one of one of the few um you know it was one of the i'm probably i always butcher that i think it's pronounced cunard or cunard i think i think it's cunard c-u-n-a-r-d they were in competition with the white star line back in the day and it's really interesting to see one of these ships that are still you know because obviously the Titanic is gone and the Olympic was scrapped and you know the Lusitania and the Britannic like there's so many of those ships then that are all gone they don't exist anymore so you still get to see a ship that that looks like one of those you know back back in its time and it's just it's just a beautiful ship for its history anyway but definitely fucking haunted so 
Um, embarking on her maiden voyage in 1936, the elegant Queen Mary carried some of the world's most prominent people from Winston Churchill to Clark Gable. But in 1940, the liner was stripped of her luxuries and retrofitted as a World War II troop ship known as the Grey Ghost for her muted color. After the war, the Queen Mary was converted back to a passenger ship and eventually retired from service in 1967. Today, she is docked in Long Beach and serves as a floating hotel, but some ghosts of her past are said to remain. Visitors have reported seeing a lady in white, an engineer who died in the engine room. I think that's where Ghost Adventures caught that apparition was down in the engine room. And several children in 1930s era garb. Guests of the Queen Mary can partake in several haunted tours and special events. I've also heard that they need a lot of money for renovations, guys, and obviously times are tough. So if anybody lives in that area or is thinking about visiting California, it is not that far of a drive up from Disneyland if that's your only reason to go to California. Um, think about checking it out, you know, throwing some money. We we need to keep places like this. It's This ship is fucking gorgeous, and it's such a huge part of history. Like I said, there's no ocean liners like this left. They're all gone. They were either scrapped or they sunk. Um so, you know, if you have the money to do it and you're going to fucking Disneyland anyway, anyway, or you live in the area, you know, just throw some money and take one of the tours or, you know, how cool would it be to stay? You can stay in this place overnight. Like, that would be fucking awesome. Even not so much for the haunted aspect. It would be like, it'd be like staying on the fucking Titanic for a night. Like, that's kind of cool. Like, not the whole sinking part but i mean like do you know how fucking cool that would be though to <laughs> stay on the titanic like for real i mean obviously we can't but i mean not like the whole sinking thing but like the whole like I don't she's like, made of iron so i don't like, i assure you she can i don't want to but the ship can't sink she's made of iron sir i assure you she can uh so in colorado of course the stanley hotel which actually we recently talked about go listen yes. to that episode yes Listed on the National Register of Historic Places, the century-old hotel in Estes Park is famous for inspiring The Shining. Though the hotel drew many affluent guests when it opened in the early 1900s, it had fallen into disrepair by the 1970s when Stephen King and his wife paid a visit. They were the only guests at the go what? at the hotel during their stay and wandering the empty corridors led to some disturbing dreams that prompted the author to pen his best-selling story. Today, the hotel has been restored to its original splendor, yet its haunting atmosphere remains. Guests can take a nightmare ghost tour or a book or book a spirited room with high paranormal activity, including Suite 201, where King himself stayed during that fateful visit. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to visit someday. The place looks, looks fucking amazing. So in Connecticut, there is the Mark Twain House, now a National Historic Landmark. This Hartford residence was once home to Samuel Clemens, also known as Mark Twain, and his family from 1874 to 1891, pinning some of his <clears throat> most well-known works, um, including The Adventures of Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn, which I'm sure everyone had to read back in school like I did. Um, the author called these some of the happiest and most productive years of his life. If people have not yet gotten a chance to see Val Kilmer's <clears throat> one-man show before he lost his voice from the throat cancer when he did Mark Twain, it is... It's fucking one of the most amazing. <coughs> he Mark Tain, Twain was basically the first stand-up comic, and and the way Val Kilmer does it is just fucking amazing. So if anybody ever got to see that live, and I think you could still watch YouTube clips of it, highly recommend it. It's it's phenomenal. Um, unfortunately, in 1896, Mark Twain's daughter Susie died of meningitis. Um, the Clemens family was way too heartbroken to continue living in the house, and they sold it. 
Today, the home is maintained as a museum and is said to be haunted by the Lady in White. I feel like there's ladies in whites all over them. Yeah. The place. Quite a few. Um, in October, visitors can see for themselves during graveyard shift ghost tours filled with haunted history, dark tales, Victorian traditions. These nighttime tours are as educational as they are goosebump-inducing. I would absolutely love to do that. Oh, I would... Look, I'm a huge Mark Twain fan, so even if it wasn't haunted, like, fucking sign me up already. Like, Next the fact that it's haunted on top of that is, like... Next time we, we drove go, right through fucking... I was about to say, next time we go to Massachusetts, let's see where yeah, we that. should go. We should go. Well, Hartford. Hartford, Connecticut. <clears throat> oh, so Hartford, we yeah. We literally... Yeah. It took 30 minutes yeah. to drive through Connecticut. So, yeah. In yeah. Delaware... It's small. <laughs> very small. Very small. <laughs> In Delaware, we have Fort Delaware. Set on a piece... Set on a P. <laughs> a whole P. On a, a one P. This giant fort is on a whole P. One P. Set on a P patch island, Fort Delaware served as a Union prison camp during the Civil War, housing as many as 12,595 Confederate prisoners of war at one time in reportedly dreadful conditions. Inmates had no beds or water to wash with and were forced to sleep on cold, <laughs> cold stone floors among vermin. Fort Delaware was abandoned in 1944 and became a state park in 1951, but its dark history had made a popular spot for paranormal enthusiasts. The dungeons, where prisoners were held, is said to be a particularly active spot. Each October, Diamond State ghost investigators host a paranormal hunt through the fort. That's really cool. That place looks massive. That would be cool <clears throat> to do. Yeah, it would. Or like that, especially someplace that huge. Um, in Florida, they have the St. Augustine Lighthouse. Ghost now, Adventures went here, didn't they? Uh, actually, I or was it I Ghost think Hunters. It was Ghost Hunters, is who I was, was going to say. They went here twice. They have gotten now that show. I think besides the Eastern State Penitentiary episode that they did, that was fucking crazy with that apparition. They got some crazy fucking apparitions at St. Augustine Lighthouse. I mean, <clears throat> literally, like there's a spiral stairwell going up, and they caught stuff like like shadow figures like no. looking over the edge I, know. I was like that's big fuck no for me sir like, i don't know what the fuck just happened <laughs> i don't really care i'm gonna get the fuck up out of here fuck this shit i mean i'm, I'm sure out. the view is beautiful the lighthouse itself looks gorgeous but i'm not <laughs> intrusive no thought of me jumping from the top <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Jump from this. <laughs> same, same. Um, it, it was completed in 1874 and is still to this day an active lighthouse. Um, it is said to be haunted by several of the former keepers and their families. The most famous ghosts are two young sisters, Eliza and Mary, who drown in the nearby water. Their laughter can supposedly be heard at the top of the tower late at night. No. While Eliza has been spotted on the ground wearing the same blue dress that she died in. For paranormal enthusiasts, the dark... <clears throat> Of the moon tour, it's visitors inside the lighthouse tower and the keeper's house at night. Mysterious says the dark side of the moon. It's going to be stuck in my head now. Listen, if I'm anywhere and it's fucking dark and I'm hearing children laugh, no. 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 <laughs> That's a fucking hard So no. many creepy kids. Look, I've seen this movie. And I'm out. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I've seen enough creepy dead kid horror movies that I'm fucking absolutely not. No way. Nope. 
I literally would just say nope and run. I would go nope. And just <laughs> nope and leave. Yeah. So in Georgia, we have the Bonaventure Cemetery. Featured on the cover of the best-selling novel, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. That is a great movie, by the way. Oh, that's a movie? Yeah. They adapted <clears throat> it into a movie. I must it's see. really, really good. Is it Bona or Bona? I believe it's Bonaventure. Bonaventure? Okay. Yeah. Bonaventure. <laughs> Bonaventure. Cemetery. That's what she said. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and Savannah is hauntingly beautiful with its stately trees. I feel like everything I've heard about Savannah, Georgia, the entire fucking town is haunted. So sign me up. Um, I would just like to say <laughs> I've been to Savannah, Georgia because I went to, I was <clears throat> going with a no longer friend to pick up her son down there. And um, we stopped at a restaurant in Savannah because uh, we were going to Macon. I think that's the name of the city. Yeah. <clears throat> We stopped at a restaurant in Savannah, Georgia, and when I tell you, when we were in Savannah, Georgia, I felt it. I felt it. It was heavy. It was just heavy. That's just the best way to describe it. Just being in the city itself was just heavy. Yeah. Um, lush Spanish moss, Spanish lush Spanish moss, and Gothic style tombstones. Visitors have reported paranormal activity in the cemetery for years. Some say that the statue of a girl named Gracie, who died of pneumonia at age six, cries tears of blood at night. No. Mm -mm. Others claim to have heard sounds of children playing with no children in sight or to have seen statues smiling or grimacing at night. Okay, them. that's a big fuck no either. I don't like I I always hate that. Something that genuinely creeps me out, and I saw this in a movie I recently watched on Shudder called The Medium. Watch it. Um <clears throat> is when <clears throat> You're looking at somebody and their reflection is different no. than what they're actually doing. Oh, and their God. reflection is smiling. Happens in Hereditary, too. I just, you know, I just don't, I don't like that. I don't. I have a thing with mirrors anyway. Well, yeah. So that just, <clears throat> for sure, creeps me out all the way I around. am so sorry, guys, about this phlegm. Like, genuinely, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> yeah, we, it, it, Sorry, just listen, listen to it on low, and we'll try to talk as loud as we can. Hello! <laughs> so, uh, next in Hawaii, they have the... <clears throat> I'm so sorry. You're... <laughs> okay. Hawaii, I think, Hawaii. I think we have... I think I got it. I think I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, the Hawaii <laughs> Plantation Village. It is an outdoor museum in Wapahu, I believe, if I'm so sorry if I'm butchering that anybody that's native to the land, I, I apologize. Um, it is on the island of Oahu. I know I at least got that right. Um, it reconstructs the life on Hawaii's sugar plantations from 1850 to 1950. Of the 25 structures on the plantation, some are original and some are replicas. About half are said to be haunted. <clears throat> There's a ghostly young girl in the Portuguese house, a choking... What? A choking ghost... <laughs> And the Okinawan house. I need you to stop. <laughs> and a doll that wanders from its case in the Puerto Rican house. Um, what the fuck be going okay, on in Hawaii? Look, what is going on in Hawaii? I don't anything to do with any of this. I need, I have a question. There's dolls wandering around, ghost kids, and a ghost that, excuse me, does chokes the, you? Does the ghost choke you or is the ghost choking like, like we like we are right now. Like, does the like, ghost? Do you see this ghost? Does the ghost have allergies <laughs> and needs an Allegra and a Ricola, or is the ghost literally choking? Like that's how I read that. Is either, the ghost choking or is either the ghost choking one you? is terrifying. 
Could you if, imagine walking? Because if I'm by like, myself and I'm here, <clears throat> I'm going. I am one with the force. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking that would scare the shit. Oh my god. Ooh, okay, so it's each October, dog, this fucking this is where Chucky's the from. dog wanders <laughs> <laughs> wanders out of its case. What the fuck? Okay, Annabelle, I'm gonna need Just you to open calm down. down. <laughs> okay, Annabelle, sit down. Sit Bitch. down. <laughs> Bitch, sit down. Bitch, be a Damn. <laughs> Sit oh, down. I, I literally don't like any of that. Um, each October, the plantation is transformed into a haunted attraction with costumed actors who aren't allowed to work in the buildings wow. by themselves due to the property's paranormal activity. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine that hiring process? Okay, now you cannot go into any of the places by yourself ever. Use a buddy system. Because a ghost will choke you. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Or this doll will just come crawling out of the case. <laughs> Could you imagine going to the haunted that attraction? That is so fucking terrifying. We gotta do a whole fucking episode on this shit. Yeah, we're gonna good. like, um, guys, we're gonna dig more deep into the Hawaii plantation village uh, because I have never heard of this. What this in the fuck? Fucking terrifying. What in the fuck is going on in Hawaii? <laughs> what in the fuck is going on in Hawaii? Y'all got we Annabelle on Oahu. Like, what is going on on that island? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If I went to Hawaii, I'd go because I'm just a fucking psycho oh, for sure. But uh, I'd wear like a neck brace. Like get to my neck, like, bitch. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh my God. That's, that's fucking terrifying. All I don't know about that. She, all of those sounded terrifying. I was like, the I'm fact that, that they like, won't let the workers work by themselves. Imagine going through that as a cut, like a pert, like you you don't know. Yeah, and you're going and you see this doll crawling around, and you're like, oh my god, that's done so well. They'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> oh, well, there was a doll that was walking across the. Yeah, no one's. There was there was there was a what doing? Excuse me, huh? <laughs> the actors like there's, there's a no, what doing there's, what now? There's nobody in there. A doll did what? Yeah, we were all in here. Yeah. No. There's there's no animatronic doll no, walking no, around. No. No. I'm <laughs> oh my god. Sweet. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, that one needed to be talked about. Yeah, okay, that so was terrifying. In Idaho. Where'd I go? Idaho. Old Ohio. Old Idaho Penitentiary. I see old Idaho and I want to say the word Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just <clears throat> want to say that. The old Idaho penitentiary in Boise was built in the late 1800s by its prisoners themselves, actually a lot like the West Virginia penitentiary, Yeah, uh, who mined nearby sandstone quarries to build the walls. The penitentiary closed in 1973 after inhumane conditions, not shocked, led to riots among the inmates. Just like the West Virginia <clears throat> penitentiary. I'm, I'm noticing a theme here. A lot of this happening with penitentiaries. Seems to be. <laughs> but its structures remain intact and are reportedly ripe with paranormal activity. I don't like to use the word ripe for that. I just, I don't know. I just. Like, if you're not talking about a cantaloupe, <clears throat> let's not insert that word. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. That word in moist. I don't like, I don't like. I'm so sorry if I just disturbed everybody. You know I hate that word I'm so sorry. much. I know, I do too. I'm so sorry. And people like to insert both of those words in the weirdest places. And it's like, could you not? Reportedly ripe with paranormal. Can we not? 
uh, five house, the building where notorious inmate Raymond Allen Snowden, he had to have been a serial killer because they all have three names, mm-hmm. also known as Idaho's Jack the Ripper, like I said, was executed. Seems to be the most active. Ohio, stop. Old Idaho Penitentiary is open daily for tours. I could totally see how you would do that, though. When you're looking at it, you're like, <laughs> Ohio. It's messing with Every, t- like, if we ever, which I, you know, if it ever happens in our lives, take a trip to Idaho, we should go. If we ever venture to Idaho at any point for potatoes. I know, right? Because I'm just kind of like, what What else is in Idaho? Sorry. Um, sorry for anybody. <laughs> These Idahoans are like sorry. Idahoans. Um, in Illinois, they have the McPike Mansion, uh, which is perched over the town of Alton, atop its highest point, Mount Lookout Park. We have one of those here. Me too. Um, historic... I see Mick and I'm like, do not say McDonald's Mansion. Do not fucking say McDonald's. Jesus. Um, Historic McPike Mansion is a hotspot for paranormal investigators who claim to feel the presence of its original owners, Eleanor and Henry McPike, as well as other residents. Some even believe the haunts date back to before the house was built with detections of Native American spirits and residue from a possible underground railroad stop. Overall, more than 11 spirits have been experienced throughout the home, and Alton is considered one of the most haunted small towns in America. And other eerie spots include a Confederate prison, a school, and a church. Bitch, listen, if there's some underground railroad shit, it's haunted. I'm going to tell you that right now. Town is haunted. Indiana is the story in i actually know exactly where this is this let's is go in, it's in nashville it's in little nashville oh, i love little nashville. i know it's, it's Wait right a minute. it's right at the end of the main road on 35 it's i've right been at in the this end of it. i haven't but i know exactly i've driven past it a billion times. i know i know, I know exactly. exactly what this is i've been in it i've never been in there but i've i know exactly where it is I've i don't remember feeling it. anything in it but that was before i knew all of the things so i can honestly i was probably shut off but now i want to go back yeah. let's go Right. <clears throat> I know where it is. Built in 1851, the Story Inn is the only structure which standing from the small mining town of Story, still standing. I don't know where the fuck I got the yeah, word Yeah, so there were, there were a lot of, like, that was a thing with, uh, Indiana was just, there were so many little small towns that were incorporated literally by families that lived there. So it was like a whole family would migrate from, like, Illinois or Kentucky or Michigan, like a whole family would come in. I mean, like you're talking, I don't just mean mom, dad, and kids. I mean like mom, dad, kids, aunt, uncles, cousins, grandma, grandpa, like everybody. Literally the whole family, they would take up uh, several acres of land and they would just name that a town and it would be a town named after the family. That's why there's so many, like, especially in central Indiana, there's so many, like, Martinsville or, oh, yeah. or Williamsville or so. And it's it's, it's, a, it's a last name. It's the last name of the family because you'll see a lot of little small cemeteries and all of the gravestones will all, it'll, it'll the last name will be of all the, it, they'll all be the same. And it'll be like the name of the town too, because th- this was the family that moved in. So there's a lot of that. What an interesting fact. So that was literally like, that's what happened actually in Nashville. Part like Nashville was actually like at one time like three separate little communities because of the families that lived in that area. And you're talking early to late 1800s. 
um, until it all became incorporated as Little Nashville. Nashville, Indiana. So, <clears throat> um, so majority re- of my family's from Indiana, so that's why I know so much of the history. <laughs> well, that's very interesting. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, so it went defunct during the Great Depression. It was restored in the 1960s, and the inn now serves as a quaint bed and breakfast with a resident ghost. For years, visitors have documented their ghostly encounters in the inn's guest books, namely with the Blue Lady, thought to be Dr. George Story's wife. She said to appear if you turn on a blue light in one of the rooms above the restaurant. If you smell cherry tobacco, her favorite, she's already come and gone. I definitely would love to go back. <clears throat> yeah, I'd like to actually go and go inside and maybe even stay. That would be really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, now, I've heard of this place Same. quite a bit. Ghost Adventures has been there. Um, they made a movie about it that is really fucking terrible, so I do not recommend it. What's the name of it? it? I think it's actually called The Villisca, the Villisca Axe Murder. Oh, is it? It's not a very good movie at all. But uh, You mean like none of the Amityville movies right. were? Except for the original one. <laughs> Even that one, mm. I I appreciate it for what it's I, worth. I do. I appreciate it for what yeah. it's worth, but yeah, though it's mm. the real story to me is even more terrifying than they could ever put in the movie. So, but I get it. You yes. know, you want to make money. Um, yeah. Uh, so the Villisca Axe Murder House is located in Iowa in the small town of Villisca. Um, this house, this unassuming house, uh, was one of the site was the site of one of the most gruesome crimes in Iowa history. Um, now, it happened uh, around the same time. It happened in 1912, not long after the Titanic sank. So pretty much this took <clears throat> up all the news. Like, as gruesome and as awful as this uh, murder was, like, because the Titanic happened, I think, shortly after it it virtually didn't make the news at all. Um, there were six members of the Moore family, as well as two overnight guests that were brutally murdered in their sleep. So it was eight people back in 1912. You know, stuff like this never happened. Um, to this day, the crime remains unsolved. Um, the house was restored to its 1912 condition. Um, if you watch the Ghost Adventures episode, there was a family that lived there that restored it. The two sisters are still to this day, even as adults, greatly affected by the spirits that haunted that place that they grew up with as kids while their parents were renovating the home. Um, it is now open for daytime tours. It even has overnight stays by reservation. Visitors have reported a bedroom door opening and closing on its own. Mysterious sensations of pinching and shoving and unexplained cold chills. So the story behind the home is that they believe that the intruder had snuck into a closet and literally waited overnight till the family came back. They had had some sort of like church revival thing going on that everybody went to. And then when the whole family came back later that night, um, that's when... They were murdered overnight because the next morning the neighbors had noticed that no one was up and that's when they found out. And they, the reason why they came to the conclusion that the person had been hiding out in a closet overnight is that they found like cigarette butts in the closet. I, I believe that's how the story went. So, I mean, just how creepy to think that there was someone in your home and you're going to bed and you're not even thinking about it. Literally the whole family completely murdered and then two innocent people who were friends to the kids, you know, um, 
Bitch, it makes me want to go home and check my closets. I fucking swear. They believe, they think, well, because there was a train, there was a, a train tracks that ran through the town. So they think that it might have actually just been someone that would just random just hop from train to train. So like, you motherfucking telling me this is like a stranger situation? <laughs> Literally just, yeah. I mean, hopped off a train, killed the whole family, and then just hopped back on the train and left. Jesus. Fucked up. Even in 1912. So. In Kansas, it's the Sally House. I I remember Zach specifically Ghost talking Adventures about this did one. a big episode about this one. Uh, once the home and office of, his, of a physician, the Sally House in Atch... I think it's Atchison. Thank you. It's said to be haunted by a six-year-old girl who died on the opening... No. Who died on the operating table during a botched appendectomy. Tony and Deborah Pigman... A couple who rented the house in the 90s claimed that a ghost frequently attacked Tony, leaving visible scratches on his back, chest, and arms. Though she never harmed Deborah or the baby. Yeah, they were interviewed by Zach. And the I remember that. And videos. I mean, he was brutally attacked by whatever this thing is. I mean, this guy had scratches all his back, his chest, his arms, his face. He had scratches all over him. Tours and overnight stays are now available at the home known as the most haunted town in Kansas. Ach- Atchison is a popular destination for paranormal enthusiasts and also offers cemetery tours, haunted trolley rides, and ghost hunts. I would love a haunted trolley ride. Are you kidding me? That would be fucking amazing. <laughs> you go to their website, it's literally, visit Atchison, literally says haunted Atchison. Like the whole Oh, town. they totally play on that. Yeah. I love it. I love when cities do that. The 1889 McIntyre Villa is haunted. Yeah, this place looks fucking awesome. That's amazing. But yeah, if you ever, if you guys ever get a chance to check out that Ghost Adventures episode, it's fucking crazy. It that is. was one of their early ones. Um, because that was one of the first, you know, that was, if, if anybody's familiar, just, well, just with like uh, hauntings involving demons or demonic activity in an area, they will always try to attract people as something that is seemingly innocent so it makes sense that if uh that a demon would appear as a child mm-hmm. so there's been you know especially a that, girl yeah yeah as a little girl that this very well could be the spirit of the little girl that died or this could be a demon uh presenting itself as a child um, so up next, we go to Kentucky and one of our favorite places that we've been to, Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Um, go listen to that episode if you guys haven't already. From 1910 to 1962. Oh, I tried to say Sunday and I couldn't fucking say it. You right. literally went Sunday, like SpongeBob, like the Sunday. word literally didn't exist. <laughs> And apparently the number two doesn't exist. Dole. I did not know how to fucking say it. Fucking great. Let's try that again. So from 1910 to 1962, two, uh, the sanatorium in Louisville, Kentucky, housed thousands of tuberculosis patients. The facility was so vast that it had its own zip code. Listen, and we've Post been there. It's big. a water treatment facility. <laughs> it's fucking huge. The death toll was so high the building was equipped with a death tunnel. Been in it. Fucking terrifying. Been in it. bodies were discreetly removed for burial to prevent panic among the residents. Today, Waverly Hills is known as one of the most haunted places in the world. Tours and paranormal investigations are offered regularly, and ghost hunters have reported hearing slamming doors. We did. Yep. Seeing apparitions. We did. And having objects thrown at them. Wait, we saw an apparition? Did we see an apparition there? 
No, you saw the you saw the the shadow. shadow. That's Not an right. apparition, but giant. I was gonna shadow. say it's still on my bucket list to see an giant apparition. shadow. Having objects thrown at them, I don't. Well, the ball ball moved. The ball didn't get thrown at us because I would have been like, "Fuck that." <laughs> um, Timmy wanted to if play. a ball literally just yeeted across the fucking, I would yeet myself over that. <laughs> Bitch, I would have scared the fuck out of me to see I, a ball. I'd have been like, room. "I'm like, we're leaving." We're leaving. The fucking death. That would be the one. That would be the one that would fuck me up. Let something just go flying across. What the fuck is that? <laughs> the fuck is that? The death tunnel was the place that was terrifying. Yeah, we, we got, got chased. No, somebody. You heard the footprints while I was just like, us "Why are you running? Why are you running?" I'm like, "You better be running with me." I'm sorry. I'm not Listen, stopping. She fucking just took all. I was not stopping. That's the first time that something like that actually, ever happened to me, and I was not waiting around to find out. Listen, I don't get scared, like, very often when we've done haunts. Right, no, me But either. I, being in there just felt, there was something about being in that I was Also, scared. I was claustrophobic, I'm claustrophobic, so that could have been part of it, too. I am, too. But the fact that we walked out and didn't have any experiences, and then the door slammed... There was nobody else in there. Yeah, there was nobody behind us. And that door fucking slammed. And I was like, we got to go back in. And then we got chased out. I was like, why the fuck are you calling us in here and then chasing us out? <laughs> like, <what? laughs> like, make up your mind. Why are you running? <laughs> <laughs> so in Louisiana, I feel like Louisiana has just the whole state. Like, yeah, the I whole entire state. The whole- Whereas the whole city of Savannah, Georgia is haunted, the entire state of Louisiana is haunted. I think Louisiana is just haunted. Just go to Louisiana. Just go to the whole state. So they've chosen the Myrtle's Plantation. So it's now a bed and breakfast. I would love I've to stay here. I would insanely haunted. I would love so, to yeah, stay here, same. honestly. Um, the Antebellum era Myrtle's Plantation in St. Saint- Francisville is touted as one of America's most haunted homes. Its most famous ghost is Chloe, a slave girl who took revenge on her owner by poisoning him and his family. Allegedly. Her I'm on Chloe's side. <laughs> Good for her. Her apparition has since been spotted roaming the house in a white apron and a green turban. Guests have also reported hearing footsteps on the stairs, the sounds of children playing, and a grand piano. There is there is just something creepy. Oh my god, about a piano playing about a piano by playing by itself. No. And I feel the same way. That, you know what I would do, though? I'd peek in and I'd be like, you teach me how to do that? <laughs> you, start, you start hearing chopsticks for no... I'd be like... <laughs> Hell House. Yeah. Um. So the the... Piano inexplicably repeats the same haunting chord over and over again until someone enters the room. No. Listen, I would just go in the room to make it stop. I'd be like, could you stop? <laughs> I'd be like, please, this could chord. You stop? Can you play a different chord, please? Could you? Hector. Stop. Hector, um, play a different chord. Yeah, no. Uh, so in Maine, there is the Mount Hope Cemetery. It is one of the nation's oldest cemeteries located in Bangor, Maine. This may look familiar to fans of the movie Pet Cemetery, which it is adapted does. from Stephen King's 1983 horror novel. King himself makes a cameo in a scene that was filmed here, in which he played a minister presiding over a funeral. I remember that vividly. 
Um, plus, actual gravestones in the cemetery inspired the names of some of his most well-known characters. Carrie, from the 1974 novel of the same name. Georgie, from 1986, It. Many, many fans of the author make the journey to Bangor each year to see the places that inspired him, and this is a must-visit stop. I feel like Maine's haunted pretty bad, too. <clears throat> you know. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Just, just just, about anywhere in New England. <laughs> the entirety of New England. Yeah. yeah. Maryland. The antique... Antietam. Yeah. Thank I you. I was like, Antietam. <laughs> Antietam. The Antietam National Battlefield. With 23,000 soldiers killed, of course it's going to be haunted. Wounded or missing, the bloodiest battle of the Civil War took place at Antietam... Antietam... Yes. Antietam. I know that fucking it's so hard. God. I've just heard it so many times. It's it's a tough word though. Uh, the creek near Sharpsburg in eighteen sixty two. Today the visitors to the battlefield have reported hearing gunfire or smelling gunpowder when no one else was in sight or seeing mysterious figures in Confederate uniforms. Some also claim to have spotted strange balls of blue light at Burnside Bridge where many soldiers were hastily buried. What's really funny is as I'm scrolling the next one I saw the picture and knew what it was. Oh, yeah. I knew immediately. <laughs> Again, yeah, this, another state that's just haunted. This, just the entirety of Massachusetts. I, I feel like anywhere, though, where there were uh, Civil War battles. Uh, like, I want to go to Gettysburg so far. Oh, my God. Bad. I would love to go oh, to Gettysburg. Oh, my God. Didn't the Ghost Adventures actually catch, like, a oh, cannon yeah. sound? Oh, yeah. They did. I, I th And then they caught, yeah. like, a, a, a light. They got a lot of orbs, too. That's so cool. Yeah. Hearing gunfire or smelling gunpowder, that would fuck me. Well, because I, I would know what gunpowder smells like. Mm -hmm. I would immediately know. And that would just, just out of nowhere. Just out of absolutely nowhere. You're just walking in a field. And well, you got like, to think of fuck? how many people. I mean, they're, you're literally walking somewhere where it was soaked with blood. Mm -hmm. And I don't just mean blood. You're talking soaked. You're like actually literally Dead blood. bodies like littered everywhere so what you can't you cannot tell me that that's not gonna leave thousands and thousands of people just yeah. think about that because you have like a stadium full of people what is that like thousands of people mm -hmm. holy shit imagine all of those people dead in one spot yeah good god that's gonna be haunted yeah <laughs> that's just, gonna be haunted yeah so speaking of massachusetts of course it's gonna be the lizzie borden house um which we've been it's amazing. Um, so um, I want to go back. <laughs> in 1892, Andrew and Abby Gordon were brutally murdered in their Fall River home in broad daylight. Lizzie, their youngest daughter, well, Andrew's youngest daughter, Abby was her stepmother, was charged with Let's the crime. Let's get technical and now. <laughs> preface that. I love that. Because a lot of people believe, it's still even to this day, people say that it was her father and her mother that were murdered. And that was no. not her mother, that was her stepmother. So that's just respect to. We just can't forget just respect Sarah. to Lizzie. Poor Sarah too. Um, Sarah gets disrespected. Though many still believe her to be guilty, the murders remain unsolved to this day. The house has been converted into a bed and breakfast and museum, and those who have spent the night have reported hearing a woman crying and seeing apparitions. I'm very thankful we didn't hear that. Because that would have terrified me. I would have been like, um, do you hear that we're getting yeah. <laughs> Literally was just talking to my dad about this today. We were actually talking about the uh, Elizabeth Montgomery movie. Somehow, oh, we, yeah. were, somehow <laughs> we were talking about Bewitched and he was like, you took a picture in front of that statue at the in, in Salem. And I was like, yeah, because I remember sitting in the picture and then, and then that's what led us to talking about... Uh, the Lizzie Borden movie that she did that they played and that uh, 
apparently come to find out she was like 16th cousin to Lizzie Borden or something too. Like Elizabeth Montgomery did That's her That's right. I remember that. And is yeah. related to Lizzie Borden. Like yeah. distant cousin related to her, which was really fucking cool. And um, a lot of her dresses that Elizabeth Montgomery wore in the movie, they have uh, displayed in the house. So that was really cool. That like was that really one, as soon cool. As you yeah. walk in and then mm-hmm. in a room. That was, that was that really, was really neat cool. that they did that. If yeah. you guys are even, just to be able to take the tour, I highly fucking recommend it. That is a part of history. Literally, that murder and Jack the Ripper were the two most popular and and reported uh, all across the world unsolved. And to this day are still unsolved. That is a part of history. I mean, seriously. It's amazing that the first two... Even if you're not into the haunted shit. Just the the history. You're literally standing in a a frozen castle time. Yeah. And... It's just amazing, too, that the first two documented homicides are unsolved. Yeah. Like, that. that's... Or, no, that's H.H. Holmes. I'm sorry. We, obviously, we know H.H. Holmes did it. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not a question. Right. But the Jack the Ripper connection with H.H. Holmes is very interesting, um, which we talked about in our episode. But anyway... Um, yeah, if you ever get a chance to even go to Massachusetts, hit Fall River and Salem. It is the both of those places are an absolute must. Yeah. And I love how Fall River takes that part of history and just like if you go to the cemetery, there's literally footsteps and arrows that lead you to where Well, they know that's where people are. Right. They know that's what they're But seeing the cobblestone <laughs> road. That was really cool. Underneath the actual pavement and seeing the cobblestone, I'm like, that is the coolest shit. It brought me back in time because it's really crazy to think. I mean, they they basically built the neighborhood around the cemetery. So you got to think at one time, none of those houses were there. None of that was there. It's so crazy. So So stuff like that fucks me up. Like where they literally built the whole town around something like that. Like that's crazy. And still go to, go to get pierogies. Um, those pierogies were dope in Fall River. Oh my God. So in Michigan, we have the Mackinac. Is it Mackinac? Uh, Mackinac is the city. Mackinac is the name of the bridge. The island is Mackinac Island. Okay. I wanted to make sure. Because I was saying that right. I've been to Mackinac Island. Uh, Fucking beautiful. Might be going again next year. Fingers crossed. Haven't been since I was a kid, so I'm I'm hoping to go back. It's just Michigan is just beautiful anyway. If you're driving along the coast of the lake, but if you drive all the way up over, well, you can't drive over to the island. You have to take a ferry. I'm sorry, I'm doing that Michigan song. No, I'm doing the Michigan song from the. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I know. While you're talking about it, fucking commercial. Jesus. I was gonna say I was like this is totally not trying to give an ad tour to Michigan, <laughs> but I've just I've traveled there so many times as a kid, and driving up the coast of Lake Michigan is fucking gorgeous. It is so beautiful. It does really look pretty. It really it is really gorgeous. Does. And Mackinac Island is fucking beautiful. It's so you can only get there by ferry. There's no electricity on the island, so there's no cars. So you can only ride bikes that you can rent or you can take a horse-drawn carriage ride it's fucking amazing that is fucking it's amazing. so awesome it's one of my favorite i i can't wait to go back it's a really awesome place didn't know anything about this haunted shit though until years later i'm glad i didn't know this when i was a kid because i'd be like um, i don't want to go now i don't want to go i don't want to go and now you're an adult and you're like i want to go back and now i'm like i want to go 
Because spooky. Because <laughs> ghosts. Like, people are like, let's go somewhere haunted. And I'm like, do you mean actually haunted or just the booze? Like, because which I'm one like, are you talking about? Either I'm down for it or. Yeah. But I'm fine with both. But just, I need to know how to prepare. I need we to have, prepare if it's Yes, because there are two different prep preparations for the different booze. So you got to let me know which. Bitch, I got to sage. I got to <laughs> exactly. do all this shit like this. <laughs> Like, so, do, do I need to be mentally prepared or spiritually prepared? Like, or both. <laughs> Sometimes my spirit may leave my body. <laughs> the site of two major battles during the world during the War of 1812 and a host of other violent events over the years, this picturesque island is actually a hotbed of paranormal activity. One notably haunted spot is the Drowning Pool, where a witch hunt was conducted in the 1700s and early 1800s. Seven women who were accused of being witches were thrown into the water with rocks tied to their feet. Jesus. If they sank... No fucking shit. They were deemed innocent. I would hope they sank. Um, that water cold as fuck, too, because you're in northern Michigan. Jesus Christ. There is snow there in May. So that water was fucking cold. Not to mention the, the lake, the winds from oh the lake. Oh, my God. Other spooky spots include the Grand Hotel, said to be haunted by an evil entity. With that place is beautiful. You have to be in evening wear just to walk around the outside porch. It holds like the world, it, it holds like a Guinness World Record of like the biggest porch, like wrapper. It's got this giant wrapper. There's been, there's been a shit ton of movies that have been shot at that hotel. Um, but yeah, it's so expensive and like so you, at least at the time, the only way that you could even walk into the hotel, like, even if you weren't a guest there, just to, like, tour it or just walk around the outside patio, you had to be in formal wear. Wow. Like, it is insane. That's not a place That's for me. Like, no. <laughs> Bitch, I, I ain't wearing nothing. no fucking formal I didn't wear. know nothing about it. I'm like, I wear a suit. I'll wear a suit. Yes, I'll wear a suit. <laughs> but I didn't know anything about that fucking hotel being haunted. That is Especially crazy. when the evil entity was blowing red eyes. No, thank you. I'm like, now I really want to go back. Um, Admission Point Resort reportedly haunted by a young college student who committed suicide. No. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Um, so in Minnesota, 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 there's the, uh, I'm going to butcher this. I am so sorry. Is it the Wabasha? I would say it's a, Wabasha. It's either Wabasha Wabasha. Wabasha. I like Wabasha. Um, Same. The Wabasha Street Caves. Um, during Prohibition, these former mining caves in St. Paul, Minnesota, were turned into a speakeasy that became a hotspot for gangsters, including John Dillinger and Ma Barker. Rumor has it that three gangsters who were gunned down in the caves are buried under the floors. Though the bodies haven't been found, you can see the bullet holes from the incident during a tour of the caves. Rumor has it. I'm always down for a cave tour. So a haunted one, sign me up. Mississippi McRaven House. Built in 1797 and expanded in 1836 and 1849, the McRaven House in Vicksburg has been called a time capsule of the South. As each addition left the previous rooms untouched, several former residents died in the home as it served as a Confederate field hospital during the Civil War. Two factors that have made the property right. Stop putting this word here. With paranormal. Whoever wrote this article really liked that word. Really? With paranormal activity. Mary Elizabeth Howard is said to be the most active spirit, the lady of the house. She died in 1836, shortly after childbirth, in one of the upstairs bedrooms. McRaven offers haunted tours year-round and is also available for, impar- for paranormal investigations. 
It looks like a colony house. Like, it just, it, it just, I mean, it looks really cool. Yeah, all those old southern style gothic homes, they all look fucking creepy in my Mm -hmm. opinion. So in Missouri, they have the Lemp Mansion. Um, I think Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures both have been here. This place has got a lot of really terrifying history. Um, It is now a restaurant and inn located in St. Louis. It is marked by 60 years of tragedy for the wealthy Lemp family, L-E-M-P, who originally lived there. At least four members of this doomed dynasty, owners of the Lemp Brewing Company, died in that house. Today, their spirits are said to linger, and guests may encounter them on a weekly ghost tour. Yeah, I think, like, the father, the mother, a kid, there was, yeah, there was a lot of fucking trash. I think there, and there was even a rumor, I believe I'm getting this right, and I think it was from that Ghost Adventures episode, that there was, like, an illegitimate child that, like, they had locked in an attic because he was deformed and... Jason. The kid, right? I don't (laughs) don't know if that was, I, I may be mixing that up with now nobody and nobody has any idea if that story was real or not this was just rumor you know rumor mill around the town but uh yeah shit that that there's a lot of really awful history in that place any place that's had a lot of you've had more than two people die there Especially if it's been under, you know, terrible, tragic, or mysterious circumstances. It's oh, you know. probably going to be haunted. In Montana, we have the Banat Ghost Town. Founded in 1862 after gold was discovered in a nearby creek, the historic ghost town was once the site of a thriving boom town where prospectors and businessmen flocked. Over the years, Banat slowly became abandoned as its inhabitants moved on to bigger cities and new opportunities. I think that's pronounced Bannock. Oh, is it? Sorry, I, I think so. Um, the weathered structures stand preserved, serving as architectural skeleton, skeletons of Montana's rugged past. A visit to Bannock yeah. may give you a glimpse of a long-forgotten miner clutching a cache of gold or the faint sounds of a piano in the old saloon. What is it with these haunted pianos? Can we not? <laughs> it's terrifying. Haunted pianos are, ter- are oh absolutely God. terrifying. So in Nebraska, the state capitol building is haunted. Uh, Many spooky tales surround this landmark building in Lincoln, one involving Christmas lights that once decorated the dome. According to this urban legend, prisoners were tasked with the dangerous job of hanging the lights. Christmas spirit. In exchange for shorter sentences, one of these reportedly panicked, had a heart attack, and fell to his death. Some say you can still hear his sobs and screams to this day. Oh my God, no thank you. (laughs) <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that sounded so fucking awful. <laughs> I don't want that ever. Yeah, no. In Nevada, we have the Mizpah Hotel. In 1907, renovated in 2011, the historic Mizpah Hotel in Tonopah retained many things from its wild... almost said wild, wild west... From its wild west past, including the spirit of a woman murdered on the premises in the early 20th century, the lady in red reportedly met her demise. I, I love how it was always lady in color. All of these ghosts, red, yeah. white, blue. Yeah, it's always something. America. Reportedly met <laughs> right. her demise on the fifth They're very floor. patriotic ghosts. <laughs> of the hotel and is now a resident ghost. Guests can book the Mizpah lady in sweet. It, whoa. Guests can book the Mizpah's Lady in Red Suite and enjoy a high thread count bedding, a clawfoot tub, and perhaps a haunting listen. No thanks. I will do anything for a claw tub. 
If she wants to haunt me, she can fucking haunt me. I want that clawfoot tub. You're like, I want that fucking tub. I want the fucking tub. She can come and say, hey, we'll say, hey, we'll have a drink. Oh, I wish those tubs weren't so expensive. They're so beautiful. I know. Um, in New Hampshire, they have the Mount Washington Hotel. This looks breathtaking. Yeah, it does. Um, it's in Bretton Woods. It was built in 1902 by businessman Joseph Stickney, who died the following year. His widow, Carolyn, is believed to haunt the property to this day. Hotel staff have reportedly spotted her descent spotted her descending the stairs for dinner and have also noticed lights inexplicably turning on and off in one of the towers room 314 where her four poster maple bed still resides oh that's gorgeous i bet it is um, you can haunt me for that bed uh, <laughs> is the best place to see her guests have reported waking up to find a woman sitting at the end of the bed slowly brushing her hair you know i wouldn't even mind it as you can like, brush my hair next. You want to brush my hair? You want to hang out? I love this bed. Totally can we be friends? I, I fucking, let's be in a sleepover. Let's, oh my God. <laughs> let's watch movies. <laughs> Actually, I guess you wouldn't really, I guess it wouldn't be movies. I guess it'd be just read books. <laughs> yeah, we can just read books. In New Jersey, we have the Pine Barrens. Man, I have heard some shit. Go back and listen to our Jersey Devil episode. Yep. That was one of my favorites. The stretch of forested area in southern New Jersey is supposedly home to the Jersey Devil, said to be the cursed 13th child of a woman who, known as Mother Leeds. According to the legend, the baby born transformed... What? The baby boy transformed dramatically just after he was born, sprouting leathery wings, horns, and a forked tail. I also did this. He killed the midwife before flying into the chimney and disappearing into the pines. I didn't do that. It's like, what a way to come into the world. <laughs> Rosemary's baby. There have been many reported sightings of the Jersey Devil and the Pine Barrens over the years, and even in some nearby towns. Um, in New Mexico, we have, of course, Roswell. Of course. Um, I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't really would know. Really, there's really no. There would really be no. Just me personally, there'd be no other reason I would go to New Mexico except for Roswell. No. <laughs> I'm like, no where? At all. Where is it? Let's find some fucking aliens. So, in, um, as the story goes, in 1947, a rancher named Mac Brazel discovered strange debris in his sheep pasture about 75 miles outside of Roswell. While officials said the wreckage came from a crashed weather balloon, that's what they said later, because the first news reports that came out the day of the crash was that it was a flying saucer. Yep. The very next day, they retracted the statement and said it was a fucking weather balloon. Of course they did. Goddamn weather balloon. <laughs> and they later... <laughs> I mean, I have seen a weather balloon, okay? I If you Google a weather balloon and what people have seen as far as flying saucers or unidentified flying objects, it is not a goddamn weather balloon. I'm not even saying it's an alien craft. But it's but just not a weather balloon. It's definitely not a weather balloon. Good God almighty. Um, and they later attributed to the classified Project Mogul. Many still believe that it came from an alien spacecraft, as I do. And that a government cover-up has kept the truth hidden. Mm -hmm. Yes. To this day, Roswell is a popular destination for those interested in all things extraterrestrial. Home to a UFO museum, UFO tours, and a UFO festival. UFOs, baby. In New York, we have the Rolling Hills Asylum. Pretty sure Ghost Adventures went here. Sounds very familiar. Yeah, it does to me too. Uh, opened in 1827 as a poorhouse, Rolling Hills Asylum in the town of Bethany originally catered to unwed mothers, widows, orphans, the disabled, and mentally challenged. Eventually, the building was expanded to accommodate the criminally insane, making for a strange mix of personalities. Today, it's said to be one of the most haunted buildings in New York State with paranormal activity detected throughout the property. 
One of the most chilling spots is the graveyard where 1,700 bodies are believed to be buried. Oh, my God. Many in unmarked graves. A commonly reported apparition is a seven-foot-tall shadow. That's going to be a no for me. Man, believed to be the spirit of an inname, inmate named Roy who suffered from gigantism. Okay, yeah, they did, Ghost Adventures did go Yep, because we actually saw Roy. They they had a picture of him. They showed him, yeah. Oh, God, terrifying. Um, so in North Carolina, there's the Biltmore State. I've always wanted to go here. This place looks gorgeous. Yeah, it does. Though it's one of North Carolina's most popular tourist attractions, the Biltmore Estate is also one of the area's most haunted spots. Built between 1889 and 1895 by George Vanderbilt, the magnificent home contains 250 rooms, including a library where George spent a great deal of his time. Today, some visitors of the mansion claim to have spotted him in the library, while others have heard his wife, Edith, whisper his name. How about you don't do that, Edith? No. no. Listen, Edith, no. I'm going to need you to chill. Could yeah. you imagine you're just chilling there and you hear, George. <laughs> no. It's a hard... I don't know where he is. <laughs> I don't know where George is, honey. <laughs> Go find him. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> North Dakota is the Fort Abraham Lincoln. In 1873, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel George Custer, good God, moved the 7th Cavalry... Yeah, to... mouthful. <laughs> I almost literally called him Colonel Mustard because, you know, that's just <laughs> the fucking clue. So Colonel Mustard moved the 7th Cavalry to Fort Abraham Lincoln. It was Colonel Mustard with the candlestick in the ballroom. Oh my God. <laughs> Located in what's now Bismarck, where he built and lived in a beautiful home with his wife, Libby. In 1876, General Custer led his troops to the Battle of Little Bighorn, where he and half his troops died, leaving Libby widowed. The custard home burned down in 1874, only to be reconstructed in 1989, which some say resurrected the men and women who lived and died there. Interpreters and tourists have reported many instances of paranormal activity. A woman wearing a black dress has been seen... Black dress! Has been seen looking at a second floor window of the custard house. Footsteps can be heard pacing the sergeant's quarters in the barracks, and a shadowy figure stalks the commissary at night. Visitors can go on historian-led or self-guided tours, but likely won't hear about the hauntings oh wow it's like they want to keep that under wraps i recognized this picture um too. immediately yep so of course in ohio we have the ohio state reformatory which we've been yes we have it's one of my favorite places um with its imposing architecture it's no surprise that this mansfield prison was chosen as the filming location for the shawshank redemption and several other films Open in 1896, the Ohio Reform... Actually, it's funny, because we've actually been to both prisons that were used for <laughs> Shawshank, Shawshank Prison, yep. um, which is interesting. Uh, so it was opened in 1896, the Ohio State Reformatory, also known as the Mansfield Reformatory, is home to the world's tallest freestanding steel cell block at six stories high. It is actually really tall. It is, yeah. And after going imposing. to the Western, or, uh, West Virginia Penitentiary, yeah. it's so much bigger looking it is in, in the cell blocks it's huge yeah it is many of the cells were only meant to hold one prisoner at a time but overcrowded conditions led to violence and disease and the prison was eventually closed today ghost hunts and a special escape from blood prison halloween event are available on the property and visitors have reported seeing shadowy figures hearing unexplained footsteps and even being grabbed or scratched you were touched um, I other, was grabbed many times, but I was never scratched. Um, other, yeah, never scratched though. 
Other must-see spots from the Haunted Mansfield Trail included, include the Haunted Bisman Building and the Malabar Farm State Park. Phoenix Brewing Company, set in a former funeral home and now serving flights of beer in time. Oh, I love it so much. Why didn't we go there? Yeah, my hair got grabbed when yeah. I had hair. Um, in Oklahoma, we have the Stone Lion Inn. This stately Victorian mansion was built in 1907 as the home of F.E. Hofton, but it also served as a mortuary for an eight-year period when the family fell on hard times. Now bed and breakfast, everything's just a bed and breakfast. The embalming table Why not? from that time is still on display, an eerie sight for the current guests. The Hofton family is thought to it's taught it's thought to haunt the inn including a daughter named augusta who died of whooping cough and effie himself who has been spotted smoking a pipe mysterious noises have been reported throughout the house as well mm. yeah right spooky okay so this is beautiful in... holy shit oh yeah well it's oregon that's why means another haunted lighthouse um I am a, probably, here's another one I'm probably going to butcher the fuck out of. Uh, I would probably say it's Hecata. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, H-E-C-E-T-A. Hecata, Hecata Head Lighthouse. So Hecata sorry. Head. So sorry if I butchered that. Um, it's located in Florence, Oregon. Uh, guests can stay at the old lightkeeper's quarters. Now That's kind of dope. Bed and breakfast with turn to century rooms. Oh if you stay here, however, you could meet Rue. The wife of lighthouse keeper Frank DeRoy in the night, I'm sorry, 1890s. As the story goes, Rue had a daughter who died tragically during her time there. Guests have reported the scent of flowers or rose perfume out of the blue, or seeing an imprint on the on their bed as if from a moment before. Oh, kind of sad. Pennsylvania figured so. Eastern State Penitentiary. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to go. A state-of-the-art facility when it opened in 1829, the Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia once held many of America's most notorious prisoners, including Slick Willie Sutton and Scarface Al Capone. Through the prison, though the prison was designed to inspire penance in the inmates, in reality its harsh conditions and strict punishments drove many of them insane. Residents were kept in solitary confinement, strapped to light tightly to chairs for days at a time, and forced to wear heavy masks that prohibited communication with one another. Today, many are still said to haunt the grounds. Tours of decaying penitentiary are available daily, but for an extra chilling experience, visit in the fall during Terror Behind the Walls, a haunted house within the cell box. Yeah, highly recommend watching the Ghost Hunters episode about that place. One of the, again, one of the most terrifying uh, apparitions I've seen. Um, in Rhode Island, they've got the Providence City Hall. This place looks beautiful. So in uh, Providence... City Providence's City Hall is believed to be haunted by Thomas Doyle, one of the city's longest standing and most loved mayors. Are Staff you telling me this is Tommy Doyle? Elevators. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Furniture moving by itself and unexplained whispers in empty rooms. Sorry, I'm just Thomas Doyle, really. Know, Tommy I Doyle. Almost, I was like, oh my god, it's too, you can't pass it up. In South Carolina, we have the Dock Street Theater. This working performance arts theater has had a tumultuous past, including fires and even an earthquake since it opened in 1735. It's considered one of the most haunted places in Charleston, with two ghosts roaming the theater. One ghost is the spirit of the famous actor Junius Brutus Booth, father of John Wilkes Booth. Oh, wow. The man who shot Abraham Lincoln. And the second is a nameless ghost believed to be a prostitute. 
Um, in South Dakota, there's a historic Bullock Hotel. Does Sandra own it? <laughs> right. It's the first and finest hotel in Deadwood. My dad's actually been to Deadwood, South Dakota. He said it's really, really cool the way it still looks like it did back in the 1800s. That's neat. Like it's, it still looks exactly the same. Um, it is said to be haunted by the town's first sheriff, Seth Bullock. Visitors and guests alike have reportedly seen apparitions of Bullock, smelled his cigar smoke, and noticed items that have been moved by unseen hands. Restored to its original grandeur, the hotel now offers luxurious accommodations, a restaurant, casino, and ghost tours. Period decor and original details, including a staircase, skylights, provide the perfect backdrop for spooky tales. Yes. There's a lot of history in Deadwood, South Dakota, so that's a, it's a huge tourist attraction. I love that this next one is the Bell Witch Cave in Tennessee. Um, I love everything about the Bell Witch yep, history. I've like deep dived into this. It, it is so really, interesting. Really crazy. According to this Tennessee legend, a farmer named John Bell and his family were tormented for years by a witch. Thought to be the spirit of a neighbor named Kate Batts. The family reportedly saw strange-looking animals on their property and heard eerie noises in the home. Bell's daughter, Betsy, even felt mysterious pinches and scratches. John Bell became ill and eventually died in 1820, thought to be the work of the witch. Some believe that she never left the area, and today you can tour a replica of the Bell family's cabin, plus a cave that's said to be Okay, because I was going to say I forgot, because the original cabin is no longer there. I, right. I completely forgot they had rebuilt a, a replica. But yeah, that Bell, the Bell Cave is supposedly where the witch resides. Um, in Texas, there is the Hotel Galvez. Um, it is known as the Queen of the Gulf. It's located in Galveston, Texas, and it opened its doors in 1911 and was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1979. The hotel's huge. Reach, rich reach. Red reach. <laughs> it, lo it, it looks really imposing, but gorgeous. Um, its history is laden with mystery, most notably the tale of the lovelorn lady who haunts the fifth floor. Same. Legend has, legend has it that the bride-to-be, Audra, took her life in room 501 after she heard her betrothed died at sea, only for him to arrive at the hotel alive and well days later. I remember, I remember this on Ghost Adventures. I remember that story. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember yeah. that story. <clears throat> Guests of Hotel Galvez, Galvez have reported experiencing cold breezes, door slamming, and flickering lights. It's always door slamming. Ooh. Oh, this is another place, Ghost Adventure. Old I love. They they've been there twice because on the other side of it, it was still a working nursing home, mm -hmm. and then they later shut the nursing home down. I would love to visit this it. place, yeah, honestly. Uh, Utah would be the old Tool Hospital. I'm actually surprised that they don't have Skinwalker. Ranch. Is it Tallulah? Remember that was a running joke through the first episode was Zach oh. saying it wrong, and I it's really fuck. I think it's Tallulah or Tallulah. Okay, I'm just. Gonna I think say, it's Tallulah. Yeah, sure. Okay, but we're we'll just. We'll that. just go. I'm just gonna call it Old Tea. There we go. <laughs> I like. Um, I like that. I'm very surprised though that it's not. I think it's Skinwalker one of those ranch. I think it's one of those things that unless it's uh, un unless you're like from there, like how people that aren't from Louisville call it Louisville, but if you live there, it's Louisville. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's the same thing. I'm sure if Maybe. you're not from that part of Utah, you wouldn't know how to say it. But if you live there, you're like, oh, no, it's said like this. Well, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. I can't fucking say it. Part abandoned nursing home and part haunted attraction. The old T hospital is all terrifying. Former nurses claim the hospital was inhabited by three ghosts. 
a nurse in white, a man in black, and a little girl. Mm -hmm. The giant cash? Um, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't resist. I always get very leery when I hear little girls. I'm always like, mm. Ghost tours of the property are now available for paranormal enthusiasts. Known as Asylum 49, the full contact haunted attraction is not for the faint of heart either. Visitors can be touched, grabbed, or even carried into another room by cast members. Uh, yeah, that's a big hell no for me. I would be okay with being touched. I don't like being touched. But I would not be okay with being dragged into I'm another a big, room. I'm a big no, I'm a big no touchy. Like, I, like, remember, we watched Star Wars, like, I have never identified with the droid more in no, thank my you. life. When it was like, mm, no, thank you. I'm like, I do, I no, thank you. do not like being touched. No. So that will be, that's a big hell no for me. Um, in Vermont, there is Emily's Bridge. It is also known as the Goldbrook Bridge. Something about covered bridges always freak me the fuck out anyway. I think it's just <laughs> reading Sleepy Hollow at a really, really young age. That's fucking There is something about that. covered bridges. That just looks terrifying. Covered bridges have always freaked me the fuck out. So I'll, I'll believe any story because they just always look terrifying. Um, this site in Stowe, Vermont, is said to be haunted by a girl named Emily who had arranged to meet her lover at the bridge so that they could run off and elope. When it didn't, when he didn't show, she hung herself from the rafters. Jesus God! <laughs> Visitors to the bridge have reported several strange occurrences. Including, no, including seeing scratch marks appear on their vehicles, hearing footsteps, and spotting a white apparition. I am not handling that. Scratches on my fucking car. Absolutely. Bitch, you can pay all, for the fucking repairs. I was going to say, you're paying for my paint job, first of all. <laughs> so, Honey. Where can I send the bill? Because absolutely not. <laughs> where's, where's, where's your bill? Can, where can I send it? Built in 17... Okay, sorry. In Virginia, the Peyton Randolph house. It's very farm-looking, actually. Actually, you know what? I think I've been here. Because I've been to Williamsburg, Virginia. And that looks really familiar. I don't, think I, I don't think I've been... I don't think I went in it, but it looks familiar. In yeah. 1750... <laughs> Built in 1715 and restored in the 1900s, the Peyton Randolph House is one of the oldest homes in Williamsburg and one of the most haunted. It's said that a slave named Eve cursed the house in retribution for cruel treatment. Good for her. From yes. then on, many people died on the property, including a Civil War soldier with a mysterious illness, a boy who fell from a tree, a girl who fell from a window, and two men who shot and killed each other during a heated argument. Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These tragic incidents seem to have had a lasting effect on the house over the years. Visitors have reported hearing strange noises, seeing objects move on their own, and being touched or pushed. You know, I heard something somewhere that back in the day, duels were a lot more com common than people think. Like, that used yeah. to happen a lot. Duel! A lot. Like, where you just didn't like a motherfucker, and you're like, meet me out back with a gun. We gonna count ten, turn around, and shoot. I'm okay. sorry, why did we stop Like, doing that happened that? a lot. <laughs> no more <laughs> Why did we stop I mean, that? I'm kind of thinking, like, we should bring that back. Um, we so, should bring back duels. I'm, I'm kind of in favor for that. Instead of guns, so. though, we should do swords. Ten paces and run at each other. <laughs> Stabby stab. I kind of like Just it. Just do a stabby stab. So in Washington State, there is 
Port Townsend. It I've is actually heard of, of only, this one. I have too. It's one of only three Victorian seaports in the U.S. and is known for having several places that are haunted, including Manresa Castle, where a woman is said to be seen in the window at times, and Fort Warden, a former military base with strange sightings and unexplainable sounds. Within the 1892 historic city hall, the municipal jail is one of the city's spookiest spots with its iron bars and rotted wood floors. How about no? The solitary confinement cell is equipped with an eight-inch opening where food is passed through, which one detainee is believed to have escaped from. Bitch, you going to tell me someone squeezed through that little eight... Look, I'm not that tiny. Are you fucking Linda Blair, sir? What in the fucking Christ? You need Jesus. Yeah, my my shoulders are too wide. That my hips everybody's are shoulders are too wide for eight fucking. Inches. I don't understand how people do. You'd have to dislocate your shoulders. I never understand when I hear people like getting out of little spots like that. The only possible thing I can think of is you had to have dislocated your shoulders because I don't understand how you got through any other way. That just you must have been the leanest little. And then that sounds no painful. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just dislocate my fucking shoulders. Let me just literally dislocate my entire fucking body. Let me just literally body. just pop my bones out of your sockets. What the fuck? I gotta go to the doctor. Like, if you get out, how do you run away? You're fucking... Just flailing bones. God. Ooh, West Virginia's is the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. I cannot wait to go here next year. When it opened in 1864... In the city of Weston, it was meant to be housed a maximum of 250 patients. Yet by the 50s, it was home to nearly 2,400 residents living in horrible, overcrowded conditions. Many entered the asylum with no signs of mental illness, but the abandonment and abuse, including cruel experimental procedures and solitary confinement, like lobotomies, yep, often robbed them of their sanity. Not many of these souls are believed to haunt the property. Visitors have reported seeing apparitions as well as hearing screams. And other unexplained sounds. Bitch, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't do well with screams. I don't either. So if we're just kind of there. I don't like it. And there's a fucking scream. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I'm going to be like. I've even watched like haunted shows where I've watched where all of a sudden they're just like walking down a hallway and you hear a. Like no, I'm just like no, I can't, I can't handle. Any I don't of that. remember what I don't episode like of that. Ghost Adventures it was, but there was an episode of Ghost Adventures where you it is, it's not like ah, it is a blood. You hear it curdling, so I know exactly scream. what you're talking about. Yep, I have, I have chills mm, talking about it, and no. I'm like, I don't care for that. No, I don't care. I don't like that myself. So in Wisconsin, bitch, I read Pfizer. Um, I did too. Oh my god! You know, I almost said the Pfizer Hotel. Lord, that is not what it is. I am so sorry. It's the Pfizer. Um, the most lavish hotel in Milwaukee when it opened in 1893, the Pfizer Hotel is believed to be haunted by its namesake, businessman Charles Pfizer. The hotel frequently hosts visiting baseball teams. And several of its high-profile guests have had some interesting things to say about their stay. Bryce Harper of the Washington Nationals claimed that his belongings and furniture moved while he was sleeping. What? <laughs> and Brandon Phillips of the Boston Red Sox said his radio turned on repeatedly for no reason. I would just be annoyed. I'd be like, oh, listen. I'm, I'm trying just... to get some sleep. Can you not think? Trying to get some sleep. 
And last but not least, Wyoming is Fort Laramie. I've actually heard of this. Yeah. Established as a private fur trading fort in 1834, Fort Laramie. I just like saying it like that. Laramie. Evolved into the largest military post on the northern plains before its abandonment in 1890. The fort is said to be haunted by several ghosts. Meet, most importantly, of course, we had a lady in red, a lady in white, a lady in blue, and now we have a lady in green. There was also a lady in, in black. There was there a lady, was a lady, in, lady black. in black, oh, yes. Getting yeah, all the primary colors. Where's the lady in purple? Oh, well, <laughs> Around 1850, the man running, I will become the lady in purple. Thank you. I gotta make sure I'm wearing purple when I distinction. Die. Could you imagine if I died and I wasn't in purple and I just go, shit! <laughs> like, well, shit. This is what it looked like. <laughs> More than likely, it would be black for me. Same. <laughs> Around Same. 1850, the man running the post brought his headstrong daughter with him, me, who ran off one day and was never seen alive again. Now she's said to appear every seven years on the nearby Oregon Trail. Did she die of dysentery? Just dressed in fucking Orient Trail. Dressed in green and riding a black stallion. Listen, I don't care if that's a fucking spirit or not. That sounds cool as shit. Right, ma'am. I would be like, no hate. I would literally just tip my. I would just be like, tip of the hat, ma'am. Tip of the hat, ma'am. You're for the hat. Dope. Another spirit believed to haunt Fort Laramie is Old Bedlam, a cavalry officer who sometimes tells visitors to be quiet. Um, no. Fuck off. Yeah, I wish to God, like, sir, I don't think so. I'd like, I'd like to see Lady in, Lady in Green and me have the same spirit. Let's, I know, let's right? Talk about, like, I'm, I'm, I'm digging Lady, Lady in Green's Green energy. Lady in I'm Green, I like it very much. I think we would be friends. We'd be besties, be total besties. I'd be like, hey, girl, how you doing? I go get my horse. I ride with you. <laughs> Regulators, go <Hold> out. <laughs> That was that was for us old ones. Anybody? It was a clear black night. Clear what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not, that's about all you're gonna get to regulate because I don't want to get sued. Um. So anyway, that was the top haunting in all fifty states. We've been to three of them. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty awesome. Revisiting places that we've already been, places that we want to go, places we've never heard of. Listen, that whole that place in Hawaii. Oh my God! They yeah, need we are definitely gonna that whole fucking plantation an needs an exorcism. You know, that kind of made me think about the unfamiliar a little bit too. Like oh with yeah. the Hawaiian stuff, yeah. the demons. Oh my God! Yeah, you know he's working on another movie right now. I know. If you guys haven't watched <laughs> the unfamiliar yet, this is a great time of year to watch Hank, it. Hank and Lulin are working great on another time project of year to watch right it. now. So, so awesome. Let's show some support. Um, Support. So next week. Next we week. We will be having a guest. We are having a guest. Yes. Some of you guys this. may or may not know her uh, on Instagram and TikTok. She goes by Lilith Cash. She is actually huge on TikTok. She's got like, I think over 20,000 followers now. I'm not 100% sure about that. But um, I met her at Horror Hound, I think the second year I went. So I think I've known her. How many years have we known each other? Seven? Yes. So I've known her six years. Um, she is a very good friend of mine. She only she <clears throat> lives very close. And we are so excited to have her on next week talking about her favorite thing. We will be talking a little bit about The Walking Dead. But mostly we're going to be hitting strongly on zombies. 
shockingly not done a podcast about zombies yet. You know, I mean, <laughs> it was one of those things. Well, you know, we wanted to wait. We, you know, we were, we were former Walking Dead fans and we know there's still a lot of Walking Dead fans out there, but definitely didn't want to just focus a whole episode on only the Walking Dead because really that wasn't the zombies in the horror movie genre have always been really interesting and it's yes. so it, it's it's just they're they're the the folklore just about zombies in general not even so much in film but just in uh a lot of history especially in the in the caribbean um, I mean, we can Louisiana all the that we just to, talked about, yeah. voodoo, voodoo, all of that. So um, zombies have been around for a there's while. A lot, yeah. So this will be it'll just be really cool to deep dive into a subject like that that's so interesting. But not to mention also um, just being able to not only get into the history of zombies, but also the way zombies have uh, related to um, just movies. There's mm -hmm. been so many movies. There's been um, movies, books, comic books. I mean, The Walking Dead started off as a comic book. TV shows. Uh, you know, of course, the originator, Night of the Living Dead, George A. Romero. Yep. You know, he really put zombies into the forefront, into the into pop culture, and uh, you know, it's just been off and running ever since. So, really excited to have Lilith on. Really excited to do this episode. Um, she's and that, still a big, and that will round out October yeah, for us. So. And she's still a big Walking Dead fan, and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have her Yeah, on, because, because want, she yeah. loves zombies, but she's going to be able to talk about things in the newer episodes that we have no idea what's going on, to be completely honest with you. I'll never know what's going on, which is fine. But um, she really just loves zombies. She loves the lore of zombies and stuff like that. So I felt like... And she really wanted to come on the podcast, so I was like, why don't we do... You are such a huge fan of The Walking Dead and zombies. Why don't you come on do zombies? And she's really excited. So if you guys don't follow her on TikTok and Instagram, go give her a follow at Lilith Cash. All one word, all lowercase. She does a lot of modeling and she does a lot of horror modeling stuff. And her TikToks are funny as shit. So you should just go give her a follow. She's a really cool person. So check that out before next week. Go do it. Go do it. And of course... um, I think that's it with the episode. Yeah, so, good there. you guys, of course, you know, we are on all the socials. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, we're not going to forget this like we did <laughs> last time. I was like, oh uh, my God, so sorry about last week, guys. Last week, I, I was burned out. I, was I tired. We both had hit a major wall <laughs> after the week we've had. So, by the time we got to the episode, it just, I, I know me personally, I phased the fuck out. So I'm so sorry. It just kind of went off the rails and <laughs> so sorry. Um, um, but we are on Especially Facebook. if that ending got kind of. Oh my God. They, people were probably like, this is not new. This is them. Like, this mm -hmm. is fine. Mm -hmm. uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All the DFWTO podcast handle is DFWTO8811. We are on Podbean, iTunes, Pod. Uh... Oh my God. Spotify and Google Podcasts. I kept wanting to say Podbean like several times. And I'm like, we said Podbean. We don't need to say Podbean again. Um, give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. And you will always know when we put out new episodes. You guys yes. have a fantastic week. Watch the Chucky series. Go see Halloween Kills. Yes, please watch it. Go and, see Halloween Kills. And remember, 
Don't fuck with, with the original, original unless your Halloween kills or the Chucky yeah. series. Yeah. Or Scream. <laughs> or Scream. Yeah. I mean, you're allowed. You as long as you do it correctly. But you're allowed. Then, then otherwise, just do it. As long don't. as you do it right. Yes, just do it right. There you go. Okay, bye.